0: hey folks this is Jesse cope and we're back for another episode of the American soul podcast I'm gonna take a little walk down our road have all sorts of creatures with us today puppy dogs a couple turkeys and chickens even got a little rainbow in the sky so well first of all folks as always I appreciate y'all joining us and Uh, The guineas have come, decided to make their presence known. I appreciate y'all taking the time out of your day to spend a little bit with me. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and to help it grow, I appreciate that immensely too. So thank y'all so much. So today, what I thought I would do is talk a little bit about, kind of expound I guess is the right word, on a quote I think I read a while back. I'm not going to go, I apologize, I'm not going to go and dig up the quote, but it's by C.S. Lewis. And basically what he was saying is that what we need for a Christian society, for a society that's moral and upright and that strengthens a nation is we need regular people doing their regular jobs who are Christians. We don't need people to first be pastors or bishops or theologians and then decide to be doctors or lawyers or teachers or plumbers or electricians or Carpenters, or whatever else you want to throw in there. What we need are we need those professionals to be Christians. And then you take those principles of Christ and you put them into practice in your profession. And so, what I would like to read today are a few different quotes from past professionals who were also Christian. And these are not all American, but I thought that they were all relative. So, the first one I'm going to read is actually a couple from Hans Christian Andersen. And if you're familiar with him, he was a Danish story writer who authored a lot of fairy tales that have been remade. Uh, The Emperor's New Clothes is one. Disney made a movie about that a while back. Ugly Dunkling. And pretty sure, y'all can double check me on this, but I'm pretty sure the original Little Mermaid tale came from him. And so this is a quote out of his autobiography. Depressed in spirit, I took up my Bible, which lay before me, for an oracle, opened it, pointed blindly at a place, and read, O Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself, but in me is thine help. Yes, Father, I am weak, but thou lookest into my heart, and wilt be my help. Here also I obtained a place. After I had given seven pieces— The different periods of my life passed before me. I knelt down upon the stage and repeated our Lord's Prayer, just at the spot where I now sit amongst the first and distinguished men. Humility and prayer unto God for strength to deserve happiness filled my heart. May He always enable me to preserve these feelings. I just think it's important to note... that it's not just our politicians, our great presidents in America who have acknowledged the role of God, but there's quite a few in entertainment who used to. Uh, We're pretty sore lacking in that subject today or in that particular area, but that's part of the problem, folks. If we really want to avoid catastrophe, we're not gonna solve this problem Politically, I mean, there's some political solutions, but the primary solution, folks, is we have got to take back culture and education from people that really despise America and her founding faith and principles based on Christ's teachings. That's where it's got to start, because if it doesn't start there, then, then everything else we do is, is just pointless because it'll crumble eventually. So Anderson wrote a carol that's entitled Barn Child Jesus, and I wanted to read that real quickly as well. Christ Jesus came to earth this day to save us sinners dying, and cradled in the straw and hay, the Holy One is lying. A star shines down the child to greet, the lowing oxen kiss his feet, hallelujah, 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 child Jesus. Take courage, soul so weak and worn. Thy sorrows have departed. A child in David's town is born to heal the brokenhearted. Then let us haste this child to find, and children be in heart and mind. Hallelujah, hallelujah, child Jesus. I just think it's imperative, folks, that we look at some of these really famous musicians, and actors, playwrights, story writers, um, especially in American history, but really throughout history of Western civilization, because there's this, this completely false narrative running rampant in Western civilization, particularly in America today, that Western civilization as a whole has just been horrible, and and western civilization has absolutely done some horrible things but again just like with america when we have failed as a nation it's been because we did not follow our founding faith and principles right we didn't follow christ's teachings that's when we've really gotten into trouble so the next one i'm going to take a look at is i'm going to murder the first two names so i'm just going to go with the last with bach he's uh composer I'm assuming most of y'all are familiar with. And folks, forgive me. My my German is really not up to snuff here, but I'm going to read just a couple of very short quotes from him. Uh, this is part of a cantata, if I'm saying that right, which was talking about Bach's faith in Christ. And it says, Jesus... Mind Freud. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Jesus, my joy. And this is just a quote from Bach about music. The aim and final end of all music should be none other than the glory of God and the refreshment of the soul. If heed is not paid to this, it is not true music, but a diabolical bawling and twanging pretty interesting little point in there folks from Bach is that if we don't have the purpose in music and I would really spread this to entertainment in general of giving glory to God and spreading the the good news of Jesus Christ then it's kind of frivolous and that that lines up real well with that quote from Lennon that we read a while back, we've read it a couple times, talking about in order for socialism, communism to take over Marxism in Russia, that one of the things they really had to do was get kids interested in completely frivolous stuff on the one hand and then take really serious issues that were made to be good and twist them. You know, like sex they talked about or talked about athletics. The point is simply that We've gotten kids so consumed via entertainment with things that don't really matter, and then we've taken the things that do matter that should be extremely important, and we've taken them, what should be good, like sex, for example, and we've completely made it wrong via entertainment. And we, we just keep feeding into this because we just keep watching it. And then we go to the problem that we've talked about before, which is relativism. Well, this show is not as bad as that show. Or this song is not as bad as that song. We've still got problems, folks. And if we're spending hours a day taking that in, especially our children as they're growing up, that's going to have a pretty adverse effect on them. And so, box comment makes a lot of sense relative to that. There's another one here, folks, I'm going to read real quick. Uh, This is not entertainment, but this is actually from science. This is Sir Francis Bacon. And he was one of the ones that kind of helped get the scientific method going in England. And he said, there are two books laid before us to study to prevent our falling into error. First the volume of scriptures, which reveal the will of God, then the volume of creatures, which express his power. There never was found in any age of the world either philosophy or sect or religion or law or discipline which did so highly exalt the good of the community and an increase private and particular good as the holy Christian faith. Hence, it clearly appears that it was one and the same God that gave the Christian law to men who gave the laws of nature to the creatures. And there's a pretty good connection there, folks, with uh, Sir William Blackstone that we've talked about that was the basis of a lot of law created in America. Because when our founders were talking about the laws of nature and of nature's God, they were referring to God, the Father of Jesus Christ. And, And a lot of times today you hear people try and use that as well. It's just a... A Deus, just a random God, and that's not true. That Those phrases refer specifically to God the Father of Jesus Christ, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And so just another example of somebody, and yeah, these are old examples, folks, but that's a lot of what we look at, and a lot of the modern issues we have today are because we have ignored this history and ignored the examples that have come before us. So this is one out of... Science that is acknowledging how much we need to focus on God and Jesus Christ in our professions again, or as a professional, I should say. So I'm going to do one more. I think we've got time for one. I thought it was kind of interesting. This is Phineas Taylor Barnum, P.T. Barnum. And I don't know what company made the movie, but there was a movie within the last few years Called The Greatest Showman, and some of y'all may have seen it, some not, but it was very (laughs) loosely based on P.T. Barnum's life. He was the one that created the circus, which most of y'all are probably familiar with. Some of the younger generation may not be because it's just not that big a deal anymore. But I'm going to read his quote. It's a little bit lengthy, but it's important to note that this movie didn't make any reference to his faith, which we see so often. If y'all know anything about the book Unbroken, which follows a World War II soldier, it's based on a true story who got shot down and then was at sea for I don't remember how many days, long time, and then picked up by the Japanese and spent the remainder of the war in as a prisoner of war. And his faith became a huge part of his life. Huge part. And yet when they made the movie, if they even mentioned it, which I I can't remember right now if they even mentioned it or not, they didn't make it part of the movie at all. And that's just what we see today. We see so much because if you look at Hollywood and the entertainment industry really across the board, whether you're talking about music or the arts They're doing everything they can to reject God and his commands, particularly when it talks about uh, roles of men and women, sex, marriage. And so they just kind of whitewash that again and again. And so this greatest showman, P.T. Barnum, this is a quote. Christ was sent into the world by our kind Father in heaven to teach that God is love. That love is the fulfilling of the law, and turn us away from our transgressions by showing us that the way of the transgressor is hard, and always will be hard as long as we transgress. But charity, unselfishness, and a godly life is filled with joy and peace. That at the last, the Almighty Father, being Almighty and being our Father, will bring about immediate harmony. The Old Bible, I believe, to be as correct a history as could have been formed in remote ages, containing accounts of various lives and experiences by which we ought to profit. The New Testament abounds in testimony of the undying love our Savior, of our Savior for all, and especially for the poor, the unfortunate, and the erring. His mission was to teach them and to save them from their sins by reconciling them to their Heavenly Father, and not reconciling Him to His created beings, for He was never unreconciled. So, just, just another example, folks, of somebody in entertainment. Uh, this one, American, the greatest showman. And I, I just can't stress enough, folks, if we're going to avoid a civil war, if we're going to avoid following the left into the dark abyss and really turning ourselves into 60s and 70s USSR or 60s China or something worse like Nazi Germany or the Leninist Marxist Russia, Stalinist Russia. We're going to have to take back education first and then culture from people that despise our republic's founding faith and principles that are doing everything they can to promote things that undermine evil values that undermine our republic and folks this it makes sense when you think about how much time we spend on entertainment and there's a there's a whole problem just in that in and of itself but the number of hours if we are going to look around sit around and try and be entertained for hours on end we need to make sure that that entertainment is wholesome. You know, you're going to get online, you're going to watch Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, or you're going to read books or poetry, or you're going to go watch plays. If, if all of that, or listen to music, if all of that is undermining the very values and principles that God and Jesus Christ taught us, then it's making us worse as individuals and therefore our nation worse. Because what we're taking in is bad. And when we take that in, folks, you can't, you can't ingest this stuff and assume it's not going to affect your heart and mind. It doesn't work that way. Because it does. It gets in and it, it completely changes how we think and how we act. So if we're going to avoid this, folks, we're going to have to have to take back culture and education. All right, folks, I think I've stolen enough time for y'all today. I hope that y'all have a wonderful rest of whatever is left of your day. And we will talk to y'all again real soon. God bless y'all. God bless America.